0: Slippins out
1: It's been about two weeks into Joe Biden's presidency, and I just got to say, this is the worst goddamn president of my whole goddamn life. I ain't ever been this embarrassed. I might move to Paris, put a beret on, get a baguette, suck off a baguette, and wear a goddamn beret. 'Cause I'm embarrassed to be in this country. This is the worst goddamn president I ever seen. He ain't done shit for the common man. Nothing. First off, this man this man wins the election. All right, he's president. First off, he right away coronavirus spikes. Okay. Oh, sleepy Joe, sleepy Joe, asleep at the wheel driving a race car bed because he's so sleepy, covered in bed sores because this man's been in a coma for the last goddamn half a century is out of Congress, driving a race car bed, <laughs> pee in the bed, peeing the bed at night because he's, he's sleepy, Pee in the race car bed. He th- Joe Biden looks at a bed and thinks it's a toilet. That, that man's so stupid and sleepy. He looks at a bed and thinks, hmm, a toilet. I ain't ever been so embarrassed. I might go to Gay Parry and suck off some baguettes and wear a beret. Guys, thank you for being here. This is Y'all Ever, the
2: only podcast on the internet I'm Hampton Yunt. I'm your host. This is a comedy mental health program that is very stupid. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash y'all ever for $5 a month, less than the price of a sandwich. You get bonus content of this podcast and you get to support it. That's pretty fun. If you also want to just support this podcast and get something for yourself, get some merch. We also have merch at yallever.threadless and hamptonyunt.threadless, so check that out. I just put a shirt up at hamptonyunt.threadless that is Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes peeing on the words racism uh, in celebration of the Biden-Harris win. I think we did it, folks. I think we conquered... Uh, everything we needed. White supremacy is now dead and Obama's legacy is uh, solidified. And if you want to commemorate that, go to Threadless and get a Calvin peeing on the words racism uh, clothing item. And all proceeds from this are going to the Bail Project. I'm going to be just donating all of the money to charity, of course. (laughs) But I want to keep making shirts like this. I want to make Calvin peeing on the words child obesity or like Calvin peeing on the words bullying. And all proceeds are going to charity. I'm not a sociopath. (laughs) Uh, you know, I just want to make a, I want to make a joke. I want people to enjoy a joke and I want the money to go do a good thing. <laughs> so there you go. All right, buddies. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Kyle Kinane. Come with it now. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, I'm here with Kyle Kinane. Uh, he's here to speak on behalf of all white men.
0: Yeah, and, they, uh, they elected me.
2: You said something about the election also not being legitimate, and you wanted to start, you know.
0: I just want all the votes to be counted that would ensure a win for Donald Trump. That's, what, that's all I want, fairness. Fairness and transparency, <laughs> I fairness. That's all I want. I yeah, want fairness. When, really it, when, it, when, it, when it works in my favor, I would love fairness. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me when I'm yeah. in
2: It's like the 4D chess has now moved to just shitting on the chessboard. And you're just <laughs> like, All right.
0: Oh, you I thought, see your
2: <laughs> checkmate and raise it a bowel movement.
0: You thought we were playing chess? What's this? Is this a little pewter thimble? Go to jail, motherfucker! I've been playing Monopoly this whole time. <laughs> they just keep adding rules to the concept of chess until the what? No, <laughs> it does feel a
2: little made up. That's why I'm probably not any good at it because they didn't know what they were doing when they came up with chess. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. I it was feel. just who who fought each other. Well, my, this one can move diagonal. Oh yeah. Well, this one can move in a very limited L shape manner.
2: If horses only moved in L shapes, I'd blow my fucking brains out because I, I don't want to live in that twilight zone world.
0: This, this yeah. The, the Confederacy was just a, a very awkward march of horses. I, don't
2: know. I think the I think the only reason people use it as like a parable of like humanity. I mean, it is like feudal system put on a board but it's like so many pawns usually just die in a game that that's the parable of life it's like well you're either a pawn and in the big game yeah you have or you have powers you or you're you're the person that
0: yeah understands that some people you have to sacrifice some individuals for the greater good And usually it means all of them. Usually it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, there's only two pieces left, and one wins and the other one loses. But really, what victory is that? You don't have anybody to party with anymore. You lost all your guys. You lost your little castle. You lost your little horse. Mm. I think we
2: should go back to the system, though. I mean, any vote that's not for Trump is... uh,
0: suspect suspect it, how I would you go so. against the emperor <laughs> yeah, he's been he's
2: been killing it he's been fucking crushing it this whole time uh you've been uh doing a lot of podcasting you have like yeah. a, a podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's depressing you know the thing, you have a lot the of thing the world needs more of is podcasts
2: <laughs> i'm trying to lean in and be positive i hear you though it's like nothing will ever like i got into stand up for a very specific adrenaline rush mm-hmm. and and now it's like a methadone kind of <laughs> thing and it's like all right i guess this works but also now i question my existence every,
0: <laughs> I every did, week i was i was making the joke as, like I, I haven't really done many online shows at all cuz you mm. do them and then yeah no. first off i i was scared because i'm like oh i'm just at home having drinks and, like, you could see how people say things that, like, ah, we're just hanging out. This is my this is my house. Let's say what I want. And then, like, I'm doing a show. And, like, oh, I see how people get in trouble on podcasts making jokes they think everybody's going to get. And then that's not the case. So I was worried about doing that. And then you just – also, people could just write in the chat where it's, like, yeah I'm just trying to do jokes. And someone's like, do you have a huge head or just little arms? And I was, like, oh, I was, like, laid awake <laughs> thinking about that. I was like, maybe both? I don't know. They just don't understand how your body works? Yeah. That's but, fun. But that's not even that's a heck of, good. like, you suck. I could deal with that. But, like, that was just so precise that I just like, kept me up at night.
2: No, it's really good for comedy to have more, like, mm-hmm. scrutiny and recording of it. Uh, you know, no, <laughs> no freedom of expression, really. But just, like, make sure the comments are recorded and cataloged of people telling you you suck. You can yeah. scroll back and find it. And now there's, like, a... Like a, a resume you're just leaving of stuff people a, are going to
0: find paper years trail. later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this thing that can only be perfected in person live. Let's make sure every single misstep is now digitally mm. accounted for.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to start recording random people's conversations.
0: <laughs> it's, it's I you're did, a I... fucking podcast! <laughs> I did I was somewhere at somebody's podcast like they showed up though like, you want to do my podcast I'm like okay and I show up and they just set up the mic and they're like all right go and just wanted me to tell a story I'm like you don't talk to me at all during this like no you'll just tell a story I'm like then this is my podcast this isn't your podcast this is mine is
2: this see we're, we're starting to write the constitution of of this new world <laughs> of comedy what's fair and what's right <laughs>
0: what are the rules But I did, I did uh-uh. a show for the first time in months and it's weird because like you know you try a joke on Monday and if it doesn't work you get to try it on Tuesday and by the end of the week you got an idea how it should go like this is just eight months I of know. thoughts eight months of unchecked <laughs> unchecked pontification
2: <laughs> yeah the, like the raw you're trying to get to whatever like some comedian's uh, brain is you're gonna get into trouble no matter what almost cause it's just like it's it's like the perfection just helps you get rid of all the bad ideas yeah. and all the the nuance that wasn't there gets created it's just the editing process so if you remove the editing process it's like Mm -hmm. stand-up gets a little weird and it's like real quick i think every stand-up just starts to be like you know and they're just they're stealing the election in front of us right now (laughs) they have nothing they have nothing to do but just react to trump you know and
0: like which, I, yeah, I don't need to hear any more of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear that go away. Yeah. You do a podcast with Matt Bronger, though. Yeah, me uh, and Bronger. It's, it's just called Hey Girl. And it's like we try to like not do any current events. like Just good vibes. Try to just do some good vibes, man. <laughs> but it's also like advice. Well, Bronger's got one where he gives out advice. I don't do that. I'm always hesitant mm-hmm. to give out advice. I'm like, I know about me. I don't know about you so I can tell you what worked for me and that's where advice stops. <laughs> that's <laughs> especially that's tr- from comedians yeah. when mm-hmm. like comedians are the new philosophers like no comedians <laughs> fell upward their whole life. That's a
2: real insult to modern day philosophers.
0: How very much so. <laughs> like,
2: they have all that training and education and then yeah. they're like, you know, you're kinda like stand-up comedy, the way you yeah. think about things. It's like,
0: no, we're here because we fucked up every other facet of life. <laughs> Actually t- though, I do kinda wanna
2: They they now like package them also on tours. I mean, they've been doing that for a while, but you'll see philosophers? like I I mean like talking heads, like a Jordan Peterson and then like a That Zizik's guy or something like who's that? They'll go with like Ben Shapiro on the road, and it's like the monsters of alt right speaking (laughs) tour. They
0: did just just called the monsters, (laughs) (laughs) the fucking monsters. The monsters of what? (laughs) Ah, just of existence. of humanity
2: (laughs) (laughs) which is oh man this is a perfect segue you have another podcast which is a lot about monsters
0: (laughs) at one point it was (laughs) (laughs) boogie
2: monster right
0: yeah it's me me and dave stone just it's uh, i'm lucky that one's got good because like we we just got in a groove of how we like to hang out so well well Dave, you know, reads the Wikipedia, some like Ohio grass goblin, and then we we'll talk about that for five minutes, and then we just hang out. <laughs> it's not... Nobody's going nobody's go to that podcast for actual information, but it's a good time. That's
2: why I, we had a... Like, for this podcast, it used to be called Suicide Buddies, yeah. and it was like, I we would discuss a, a suicide in history once a week, but then like, I never even really listened to podcasts, so people would be like oh you should check out these other history podcasts mm-hmm. and i just started to get so embarrassed that like i'm reading wikipedia mostly to get my information that just yeah. felt wrong e- even if the information's right it feels bad to look up
0: <laughs> oh you mean this crowd this crowdsourced research paper that i'm just reciting <laughs> for my own no
2: nah, it's uh, yeah any like like veracity to truth or like any truth is pretty dead but I think you make a good point that like you talk to just your own experience and it's funny because you're right you never <laughs> you never really try to like tell people how to live on stage or anything but you are like one of the more quotable comics of your of like your generation is like people relate really hard to you talking about depression or talking about mental illness or just your view on it through your own lens and about yourself, but it's like, yeah,
0: well, it's like, I'm like, I'm learning about how many missteps and things that I've said, which I feel like that's growth when you can go like, well, oh, yeah, I fucked up. Oh, I talked a little loud. Like I used to, and this is probably, uh, let's be like, I always thought that like, I felt like some people were kind of using the idea of depression to just explain away the fact that they just, weren't trying <laughs> and like Dude, I, absolutely I, I, and absolutely. i know like, but this is from like i've been depressed i never had the clinical chemical depression mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that people speak of but it's you know like so many people that like move to la and things don't work out and they're like i'm depressed like no you just decided <laughs> to do something ridiculous for your life Against the odds, and the odds proved correctly that it's not easy and it doesn't work out. <laughs> but yeah, your seen, diet
2: I, is cheese and beer, and you're like, you know, keeping bad hours. Also, it's like all the stuff that you're just doing chemically to your to your body is maybe yeah, also depressing. And, you. and it just
0: it seemed like mental illness was like the 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 joke du jour for a while. Like if you just like like some people were like, oh man, it's amazing they're being honest about it on stage, and then everybody else like. He's like, oh, you yeah. just got to be honest about who you are. It's like, no, you still got to be funny. You're, you're like, <laughs> calling me
2: me out specifically. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, but you are funny. But you also understand that comedy is no a part idea. of it. It's the yeah. people that think that they could just do this confessional.
2: Now, I agree and, with you. It's it's like everyone just had depression all of a sudden. It was like yeah. everyone now had a new thing to talk about. It's like yeah. the light bulb went off. Like, I can talk about my depression.
0: Yeah, I was a tiger king like, of comedy for a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but who am now, I to say
0: don't talk that's that's mm-hmm. a dickhead thing for me to say don't talk about it like if this is helping you get through it cool But the, I think, the, the comedian yeah. in me was bothered I'm like yeah but what's but the but joke about it
2: you don't want to be disingenuous and it's like I assume that because like friends of mine you know ha- have talked about your, your stand up you know what I mean like I think they relate to it really hard do you get like a lot of you know people like you you probably really get me man like they reach out and it's yeah. like and you're like that's not actually what i want um i'm just being creative i'm not uh-
0: what do you mean like uh it it, it, it does always something when people are like the the comedy really helped me i'm like well if my comedy's helping you should really dive in there's so much <laughs> better comedy therapy. than me. Like the fact that anybody would be like, "Oh, you're funny." Uh, I'm like, "Do you know Chris Fairbanks? Do you know just... Chris Fairbanks? <laughs> why you're am hum- I anywhere?" Humble. But it's but you know, like you get to mm-hmm. see comedy every night, or like at least when we're all like in LA and practicing. Like if, there'd be somebody on every show. Like why? Why is this a Netflix special? And you're still like coming here after two jobs today. That Like that but Yeah there's a, no f- That's fairness. unfair yeah No there's no fairness And you can't expect any
2: But yeah And it's it's be foolish To expect it And also it's like uh, It's fucked up Because it's like What makes me laugh Is stuff that Generally maybe Doesn't work Well for everybody You know what I mean Because it's yeah. also subjective So it's like At this point The things that make me laugh Are like You know A stand up Really fucking with the form Or doing something just yeah. that I haven't seen before, you know.
0: I saw yeah. a comic the other
2: the other day. Literally, a special just came out where a comic, and I'll say this off mic later, but like <laughs> his op his opening joke is just like I'm, I saw this guy the other day. Where he had a peanut allergy. A peanut allergy. I don't think that's real. And it's like. Like, I cannot believe in 2020 people are still... Doing, I don't want to say like,
0: Sebastian Maniscalco's name, <laughs> but I saw this comic, he's like, I suck, guy. Eat peanut allergy. I don't know. It's like, I, I don't want to say his name, but it's What's like, what deal? if Andrew a- Dice Clay a- was really a- self-conscious? <laughs> I suck, guy. Eat peanut
2: allergy. Man, that was Sebastian Maniscalco hosting the MTV like music awards this last year was one of the funniest mis mistake. Like I don't know how that decision went through so many levels. And it's like literally he's like opens up the MTV music awards or where he's just like, they got these iPhones now. You seen these things? My dad, my dad's on the iPhone. <laughs> now it's just like are you I, com- I commend. i commend like asperger's i don't know what the fuck i'm watching
0: I commend he's funny him. though yeah well no yeah. He, he's from like two towns over from where i am so like i knew that guy like i knew the version of that guy like <gasps> holy shit this fucking guy over here walking like that that's and a chicago that, thing it's yeah like just kind of the 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 flabbergasted italian <laughs> <laughs> that's why they do the the hand
2: pinch I everything mean,
0: are you fucking I, kidding me Just the
2: other the other day i saw a little crab and he had pinches just
1: like this just like how his mama like, used have little like, pinches yeah
0: you took that guy and then just turned up the treble and the bass you took any mid-range out and just turned up the ends and so instead of like, <laughs> instead of a statement like, "I saw this fucking guy," it's like, "I saw this fucking guy." <laughs> like, you just you just had a just, bad, bad EQ a mix
2: on the, the flabbergasted Italian. It's like, and what do you do for a living? I watch people pour cement. I own a, I own the company, so I watch them contracting.
0: <laughs> But, like, no, he, he, like, when Uh, I first saw him, I'm like, oh, this guy cracks me up because I know exactly, I grew up with this guy. Yeah. And so, for him, like, you took on the MTV Music Awards, like, balls. (laughs) Like, somebody. Yeah. It's it's money you can't turn down. Yeah. Utter faith in your management. (laughs) Like, well, this will be great. Because no, it won't. He's doing fine. Oh, oh. S-
2: S- Sebastian, we were thinking off of the heat of that MTV uh, Music Awards performance, we were thinking you should be in like movies as a leading romantic lead, <laughs> and you'll be like, <laughs> that'll be the rom-com. Is like, she's a normal woman who understands things, and he's Italian, and he's flabbergasted <laughs> by everything.
0: I mean, she comes in.
1: Dead.
0: It is like she it comes it, it, in the doorway. <laughs> it's it's Andrew Dice Clay, but he just owns a bakery. Oh man. <laughs> I I love the
2: idea of the Andrew Dice Clay thing where you become the character and that is pretty re- fascinating. Reality is
0: blurred. That's insane. Yeah. I remember being at the comedy store and he's still like in the hallway with like his weightlifting gloves and stuff out. like <laughs> imagine like that's like if his Paul commitment. Rubens is just like I'm Pee-wee Herman for the rest of my life that's not that's, i can't be anything else.
2: <laughs> mm, uh sorry, I'm getting getting off track.
0: Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what track we're supposed to be on. Oh yeah, the peanut fa- allergy, yeah, that kind of stuff.
2: So, yeah. My favorite is that um David Fincher is is chiming in with just like I'm I'm, ma- I'm making a movie about you can't say anything these days.
0: <laughs> Wait, the what is that? Who,
2: David it, Fincher.
0: It, yeah. The director, yeah.
2: Yeah, the director is now like chiming in. Oh, really? It's so bizarre. Yeah, he's making like a little mini series about like uh political correctness. PC culture, how it's out of control. You ever get
0: dra- <laughs> you ever get dragged for anything like that?
2: Uh no, I just live out out and out, dude. I I'm here. I you can it. find me readily available. <laughs> people yell at me all the time, but I just, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that's the, like, like, if, if you do comedy, you just do it cause you want to, you know?
0: So. Yeah. It's like, I want to be like, I want to be correct and I'm not out yeah. to try and uh, f- like make enemies uh, uh, unintentionally <gasps> out of people, but like I got dragged cause I, I did a joke about using sage and I had a first nations <laughs> person give me a very long message about how i can't joke about sage and it's cultural appropriation she's like you need to educate yourself so i looked at wikipedia for sage I'm like it originated in the mediterranean and ancient romans used it i'm like well i'm part italian are you but it's like no my response should have been like oh okay i guess i should learn more and not or just not engage or just not engage but instead as a comedian, I got offended. I'm like, fuck you. You don't know about jokes.
2: It's Sebastian Maniscalco in the Zoom like chat <laughs> audience. He's like,
0: this guy doesn't know what sage is. This guy, I mean, the, the, the natives think they found my mom's been frying sage to put underneath the chicken tetrazzini for years, decades even.
2: It's like his act just slowly becomes recipes yep. that he's reciting. he got to freeze. <laughs> Oh, shit. Did it go out for a second? No, there
0: you are. I, I see. I, I hear you. You're frozen, but I hear you.
2: <laughs> but how do you feel, I guess, then creatively right now? Like, I know, I think you're making it clear that podcasting you got to do. Are you just trying to enjoy things right now and just kind of kick back for a while?
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, uh, I got a full streaming setup here. Like I'm mm-hmm. <clears throat> playing games and doing that. I'm gonna probably just gonna be a YouTube star now. I probably I probably just do that, you know. Since I can't do live shows, I'll probably just be one of these YouTube stars.
2: <laughs> makeup tutorials,
0: you makeup put on tutorials. the
2: Joker makeup.
0: <laughs> I do a real mix of like, uh, uh, you know, write libertarian uh, firearms reviews and makeup tutorials. <laughs>
2: I don't know man it's like on YouTube it's like say you gotta like fire them up say your opinions stir the pot like or tell I, people how to live very specifically
0: I never went to like any political stuff like I, mm. I just like look at bikes or old band videos and stuff but then um I start I buy, <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm not using it for anything
2: you just watch bikes and old band videos yeah there's
0: no algorithm coming to coming to trap me you know but I Love start. <laughs> I, I've been. Uh, let's just say I've, I've been uh, needing to look up some firearm safety videos. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, yeah. That, that's when you see that algorithm just like, What's that? What's that? You looking up? You looking up videos about guns? Maybe you want to look up uh, videos about the Bill of Rights. Maybe you want to look at how your rights are being taken as a white man. I'm like, whoa, 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 YouTube. <laughs> I've been I've been rad for years. You don't get to radicalize this dude anymore. I've been rad for years, man. I've been radical for decades, baby. Lay I always try tried... <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's when I like I hand the YouTube like just remote to my wife and I'm like, "You have to look up stuff because the algorithm's getting too skewed one way, and I need you to confuse it. So sh- <laughs> yeah. she'll, like, she'll like pull up music videos by you know like rap that's happening current day that I have no idea and shit. And like
0: three times a day he watch he watches the video for "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey. We can't get we can't get a beat on this guy. We can't follow him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm outside the system. I found a way. <laughs>
0: that's how you throw it. That's the wrench in the gears. Is just three Mariah Carey videos. No matter what else. <laughs> You look at and can't sort out your mind.
2: And then everything else is like, women owe you sex. Like a full, <laughs> a full play- playlist that I make myself. Of videos. That is
0: actually of uh, topics I was curious about.
2: <laughs> well, I was thinking about that kind of earlier today that it's like, you know, I know a lot of liberal people that do own guns. I mean, it's mm-hmm. I think there's a misconception that
0: they don't own guns
2: and uh we're just not well, posing I, I,
0: with them in front of a with t a t-shirt on
2: that's the thing it's like it's so performative the people who like i've got a gun and you can fucking suck its dick motherfucker like <laughs> that kind
0: of oh, I, did buy I did my gun nuts i did my gun nuts it's uh, testicles <laughs> that hang off the testicles
2: but i think they're just like you guys we're just gonna take the election and like you liberals will just suck it and i'm like in their minds there's no problem with like defrauding you know the 80 million plus people who voted for biden like that no one there would like get a gun and like do something if they're like you know the the government's uh taking away our rights you know it's like the same thing
0: well i do think that we're looking at these people that are like like you'll see the punisher t-shirt ar-15 fuckface and it's the the you know and that 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 guy sees the person at a protest with like a sticker that says silence is violence and holy <laughs> and they're they see each other as the same enemy and, and they're not the, but so many more people are just not loud about it we're all focused on the people that are loud about it and think that that's the representation of that whole group mm-hmm. and that's wrong on both sides that's wrong to say like you know, yeah, all these fucking uh, stop the steal, million MAGA march, or whatever. Yeah, they're fucking idiots. But to use that as a representation of that entire like whoever, like it could just be single issue voters. You forget like old people are like I don't know I don't like mm-hmm. abortion, so whoever is that person, I don't care about anything else. You know, or it's or it's this mm-hmm. I don't care about anything else. So yeah you know and i have like conservative friends like oh man portland oh antifa and i'm like yeah because i i look at those i'll look at websites that they'll look at like i'll look at like daily caller and all that right wing <laughs> shit and just see how i want to know how the side that i support is represented to somebody else and it's like oh you start to really see the parallels mm-hmm. of what if you're liberal what you're presented with and how oh, that mapping. shapes your view of the right and it's the same photo negative for them to shape their view of the left and it's like it's all fucked and i do find myself people like this is just what they want they would love for us to just oh but you're but this is bad this is bad and there's just fucking fat old white people rolling in piles of cash while all this happens and they don't give a fuck
2: it's a short term <laughs> game to just profit off of the really dumb and angry on both mm-hmm. sides. But it's like it's the arrogance of like Fox News that drives me crazy where it's like you think you can control the dumb mob. You think they're dumb. You yeah. think they're a mob and you think it's all good because it works to your favor. So you can mislead them, give them bad information, get them angry. Yeah. And you think you can control it because they're on your side. There comes a day where they just turn on you. And it's oh, like yeah. that's it's so fucking arrogant. I mean, uh, I think <laughs> you see it definitely on MSNBC and CNN also to mm. a degree. But it's like at the end of the day, they also it's just like all corporate media. If you're if you're beholden to the advertisers or something like that, it's like they they're only going to go so far questioning the, the system. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they like Rachel Maddow is only going to go so far questioning the system that provides her a mouthpiece. And uh, yeah, yeah employment and book sales and stuff you yeah know? there's
0: still a big paycheck coming from those commercial breaks that was <laughs> but, but then like i so i watched that you know the social dilemma documentary but then this is where i like i understand conspiracy like, boogie monsters started with, like conspiracy theories and it's all bigfoot and ufos but now that like conspiracy mm-hmm. theorists are like winning elections because they believe in conspiracy theories yeah and so yeah like watching the social dilemma and how everything was just fine-tuned to just get you to stay on social media and have advertising shoved towards you and it's obvious but it's also very disheartening and like very upsetting (laughs) like how they're like so much effort is spent to get your money away from you so like psychological studies just to get your money and then another one that i let's do was a was called Down the Rabbit Hole was a podcast and it was a guy who got radicalized by looking at YouTube videos and how he got deradicalized <laughs> by going even further and like well same thing like oh all these right-wing dudes and then found mm-hmm. people to debate those right-wing dudes and saw how fragile their arguments were when they were finally yeah. debated and like fortunately that dude went so far down he came back up but a lot of people don't wow <laughs> you
2: dig your way through the earth to the other side it's just like I mean it you know, I hope everybody should be so lucky, but I think it just shows that it's like you know it's a snake eating its own tail, and like they just want your your entertain your entertainment money and your your mm-hmm. eyes on them and I think it's like stand ups tend to see this a bit because it's like we just work in narcissism <laughs> so, like that that's our that's my thing, baby. like like well, I don't not- know.
0: I was talking to, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'll make jokes about, it. like, I feel like I'm the last, at least in L.A., I feel like I was the last person to not go to therapy. Like I feel, <laughs> and not like as a point of pride. I feel like I feel like it's yeah. like, probably good for everybody. But I do credit comedy to some point where, like, every instinct that I have, I second guess because. Like, well, first, can I get a joke out of it? Like thinking that you're right about everything, like that's not a fun person to listen to. I don't want to listen to somebody like, let me tell you how the world works. You don't know shit. You're 23 and you do stand up and you're good looking. Get the fuck out of here. You don't know problems. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't like that. Like, I like <laughs> I was I was so embarrassing
2: starting out. It's like all I wanted was. to do was age like like the movie big just overnight <laughs> and be like taken seriously by adults.
0: <laughs> it's, you know? I'm, I, I get like confidence can sell a lot of bullshit. And it just me yeah, I just don't yeah. I don't like that style of comedy where like, let me tell you how the world works. And I'm like, because I don't want to hear that from a comedian because then ask a comedian how they got they're like, Well, I'm on my fourth marriage. Let me tell you how relationships work. <laughs> like, you know like, like you should only tell me how you failed. Tell me how you failed and that's that that I will I will take what lessons I want from you talking about your failures, not you telling me how the world. Went.
2: Oh my God. That's so funny. I mean, the, the Louie special since he's come back. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard any audio or I don't listen to stand up. I'm on the dark web. I,
0: that's where I get my comedy <laughs>
2: specials is the dark web. <laughs> You know, Ooh, the dark web came out with a really good Alex Jones.
0: The, like. I, I just got a few bitcoins. I had to go on the uh, <laughs> cr- the, the revamped cringe comedy website. <laughs> you have to buy
2: his special through a currency. Only attainable
0: on Little St. James. The new Nick DiPaolo specials on the Silk Road website. <laughs> I got 8-Ball and AK-47 and... Uh, <laughs> the new uh lewis j gomez special <laughs> when
2: you were starting out what was your comedy i mean were you you know doing that like telling people how to live or were you just more silly you know no
0: it was all like my biggest influence was like Hedberg, so i was just interested really? in like figuring out yeah, it's like the economy of words, which now I just blather so much and I can't get to a punchline in under five minutes to save my life. But it's the same. Yes. That's why it's like, oh, man, make the details funny because the story's not great. That's my whole approach. The story isn't interesting. But, boy, we've got a lot of ornaments on that tree. Um, so it was like all Hedberg kind of goofy word player weird that's so stuff, funny st- stuff like that that was like that was what i was into and it but it was never like tr-
2: what's well, like people start off shit. people start off imitating other people quite a bit sure. i mean and it's like i think it's hysterical that it's like there's a couple specific people that you can always tell who are being ripped off and it's like yeah. H- Hedberg, atel and then you come up quite a bit yeah <laughs> like, I'm, so, I'm sorry there's... for what i've done to
0: comedy everybody <laughs> You're like a, yeah,
2: you're like a war criminal, dude. You've profited off of like people who look just like you, who think they could do it
0: just like you. Yeah, so, so many so many people that have finally gave up playing the drums going, oh, man, I got so drunk I fired on a pizza. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I did to Steve. Thank
2: you. I kind of just wanted that on yes, record. That's,
0: that's the apology.
2: We're going to bring you in front of the Hague War Tribunal. And we'll get a decent written well, out apology. Well, I got to apologize
0: for the sage thing to the First Nations people. So <laughs> maybe we'll lump that one in there.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. I just forgot if where you I was. Record. <laughs> I just had. Yeah. I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I <Dude>, double checked. <laughs>
0: no. Oh,
2: boy. Uh, no, I just kind of forgot where I was maybe going with that. But.
0: What do you, do you get in the it point probably where. Probably wasn't it, important. But, like, okay, the. Obviously, oh, social justice warrior, what a stupid term, and everybody calm down, we should be doing the right things, but then have mm-hmm. you gotten yourself into a point with comedy where it's like, oh, I think this is a funny joke, and I don't think it's hurting anybody, but somebody oh yeah, would definitely. be like, oh, no, that's insensitive, and you're like, well, actually, the way it's, because it's comedy, and I'm not making fun of it, I'm just mentioning it. Like, the specific thing <laughs> yeah. about Sage mm-hmm. was like, I, I was talking about, it was like, after Trump won the first time, I was like... Like it's weird. Like I'm like democracy failed. We got to try new stuff. So I'm saying I sage my apartment because I was like like and I was like, yeah. like oh here's an alternative to good vibes because voting didn't work. And that's how I got that's so what this one in- individual yeah. re- reamed me for it. And I like but then as a comedian you're like I'm not making fun of sage. I'm not saying it's stupid or silly or why would you believe? It? I was just saying like, why is it
2: no one's taking you to task for saying that democracy is a failed structure no one has any problem with that (laughs) they're just like how dare you question my hocus pocus thing which is all based on belief anyway so it's like what's it to you
0: and then and then it's like all right i do have to educate myself so like i I i'm like look it up and then i see all these like (laughs) sages cultural appropriation and that those articles were all from like like white girl websites that had previously said like how to smudge your apartment for good chill vibes and then got yelled at and had to publish retraction articles (laughs) for cultural appropriation it's the only reason i learned it was cultural appropriation
2: that's so oh because like anytime somebody like writes an article about like i've i've got this new thing like check it out then people are like this is actually a centuries-old tradition and you're stealing it
0: which that's so funny. I mean, and even if that is, it's like, all right, well, are you admitting that it doesn't work? Because cause if it worked, then that's selfish that you would hold. That's like if, like, you know, we invented penicillin and you're like, no, this is uh my religious <laughs> penicillin and you shouldn't use it because it's appropriation. Because if it really works, then you're withholding medicine. And if it doesn't work, fucking lighten up. But yeah, I, wh- who am why I to you, say that? You... I'm not Ancient wearing a... it.
2: <laughs> Ancient Italian secret, huh?
0: Yeah, I'm not wearing a goddamn headdress (laughs) at Coachella. I just mentioned the word.
2: It's not like she came out with an article that's like, I've developed a new type of food. It's a flat disc of dough, and then I put marinara on top of it, which is a crazy word. I just made up. Marinara. Blip blah blah. Sounds
0: fun. But I got offended right away that somebody would even bring it up because it was like it was a much very much an attack message that I got. But it's like I should have just been more cool. Like this is clearly something that's been on my mind the last week. It bothered me how I responded to her response because I was shitty. And then I got the just another white dude, another typical white man stealing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. here we go.
2: (laughs) You're canceled. You're done. I fucking canceled my Netflix just thinking about you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've had. Right.
2: I've just had throughout my entire career, and I mean, legitimately, I always thought it was my fault. Like, I, but I've been yelled at so many times for so many different things that range to like, <laughs> like complete innocuous. I've had people try to beat me up on stage for like, you're wearing a blue shirt, and they thought I was literally a Giants fan, and it was like this guy wanted to square off with me, and like. <laughs> there's and multiple times people have wandered on stage and just want like pushed me and been like, (laughs) like, let's (laughs) let's go. And so it's like, I I mean, I, I, I'm like, you know, the, the least I could do is get yelled at for something. I actually think is really funny. And like, and if it's genuinely making me laugh, then it's at least based in enough comedy that I can some, you know, I can probably mentally defend it. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, not everyone's a fan already, a lot have of people you,
0: just, you know, have don't you said like you. something where you're like, oh, I was that, like, that joke wasn't well, the on par war. with what I would <sighs> what, with what I would feel is acceptable? I'm like, in the past, I've said horrible things in the past. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, That's the thing. <laughs> but now, with trying to be an ally or at well, least they're just trying not to, they're an trying asshole. To... They're
2: trying to cancel me for my peanut allergy joke. And I think <laughs> I think, I, I think I'm changing some minds that these guys are fucking gay. They got a peanut allergy cuz they're gay. That's and that's why the, you love them
0: and you hate them at the same time. That's God telling you it's unnatural. <laughs> Dude,
2: I would I would slaughter in New York. Give me give me a plane oh, ticket. God. I'll go fucking make them all look
0: like fools dude. You go jumping that time machine back to 1992. <laughs> Kids got to wear a helmet to go down the street. We didn't wear helmets. As a matter of fact, 5 of my childhood friends have the brain damage to prove it. <laughs> little Tony, little Tony, yeah. bravest one of the bunch. He doesn't remember his mother's name anymore. But we didn't have to wear helmets cuz we weren't homo's, okay? <laughs>
2: it'd be great it's a comic who's doing this sort of stuff but he like clearly has had his skull split open and he just has like you know the stitching and he's just like (laughs) what's the deal with kids wearing helmets these days look gay Uh, are you (laughs) yeah
0: I, want to do the, uh, I want to, We didn't have helmets in my day. I want to do the, the, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Italian comic actually comes to the realization that his thoughts are all wrong. Now we can't... Ever. They got a peanut allergy, so now uh, we can't fly, but it uh, turns out that the kid was definitely... Actually, uh, my cousin did have a peanut allergy. We found out at a party, thank God. There was an EMT who was off-duty, but he was, uh, he was uh, dating my cousin. And uh, wait, well, it's real gnarly stuff, that peanut allergy. You don't realize uh, how much it affects uh, a percentage of the population. We shouldn't mock it too much.
2: <laughs> the guy's having the
0: realization on stage. Yeah. You know, I'd really... he, ne- he never gets to the punchline. He just gets the self-awareness. <laughs> Actually, I think with the advent of these helmets that these kids are trying uh, harder and harder tricks, and that makes the sport more engaging, really, to be, uh, you know, the stuff they're doing on these BMX bikes isn't what we were doing 30 years ago. It's actually very impressive, but they use foam pits to learn and hone the trick before they put themselves in any kind of personal harm, and that's the kind of role ro- model I'd like for my kids, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <Yeah! laughs> anyway, yeah! if uh, you're, you're gay, if you like the Mets, I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but because a fucking kid might die, I can't have circus peanuts on a plane. <laughs> I can't bring my trash bag full of peanuts. And <laughs> he throws them on the ground like it's a bar saloon. They let you do that here. It's
0: like a cool bar. This <laughs> is freedom. This is my America.
2: Dear, You've been in, uh, like, I mean, I guess Five Guys does that or whatever, but, like, bars where you just throw the peanuts on the ground. Oh, yeah. I used to, like, as a kid, the the bar we would go to to go have family meals, like, wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. And that was the best. Oh, it was the like closest
0: I, feeling to lawlessness. I, I
2: wouldn't even eat them. I would literally just <laughs> suck them down on the ground. And just be like, the, the fact that I haven't had my ass kicked, like, a million times, just it's, your, it's just impressive. Your own impressive. hillbilly,
0: hillbilly <laughs> Jewish wedding ceremony. <laughs>
2: Mazel! Mazel! <laughs> It's. <laughs> i'm just trying to see if there's any jews in this bar
0: miles are tough y'all <laughs> yeah that was like, well, like when you first learned like i could just throw this what that was the place we go to it turned out it was the bar that my parents met at because you know during the day like you know like a place like the rustic inn or something where it's open during the day and the burgers are pretty good like it's Pretty easy food. Like, if you came in there as a little kid, it'd be dark and weird, but you'd be like, oh, man, it's a good <laughs> burger, and this is where adults hang out. But then mm-hmm. at night, it's a fucking shit show. And I realized, like, that's... We would go to this place called the Comeback Inn in Melrose Park, and it was, like like like, designed after an old Alaskan hunting lodge, and it was, like... The basement oh had God. catacombs, like had stucco catacombs. The basement was the, the coolest thing. Is a little kid like peanut shells? You're like, this place is the best. And then I went there after I turned 21, and you realize it's like all the employees from O'Hare just getting shit faced after the midnight shift. They're like, oh, this is a maniac bar that my parents met at. Forty years ago. What does ago. this
2: say about them? Were they like, <laughs> were they like bottoming out alcoholics when they met?
0: It's like, did you guys just you guys just broke like a, a pony bottles of high life over each other's head in this place? <laughs> well, we wanted
1: to make sure everyone in the bar came to the ceremony. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. It's, okay, this is some insight here. <laughs> anyway, is that was the point of this podcast? Talk about bars you, your parents took you to as a child, <laughs> <laughs> trying to rekindle their youth while having kids. <laughs> I, went to, I went to Vegas when I was eight. <laughs> they just dumped us at Circus Circus for four days. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> my family vacation was to Las Vegas.
2: <laughs> they just, like, you hung by the pool? Or you, like, trying to, well, circus,
0: like... cir- circus Circus is the casino with, like, all the game, like... There's no resort, mid- like, okay. uh, hotel park. A res- it is, but it's, like, it's also got video games and a circus theme. So it's the only kid-friendly oh, place in the, like, mid-'80s. So we went with my grandparents and they, like, just basically dumped us with our grandparents and went to gamble for four days. <laughs> Me and my nice. sister just played like some Star Wars <laughs> virtual reality game for four days straight.
2: There. Have you done comedy in Atlantic City?
0: I did. That was the only time I was there was to do comedy. And it was uh, It was for it was a tri- it was an excellent triple bill for anybody that likes comedy. It was me and Matt Bronger and Natasha Legero. So oh, this was wow. probably Oh, I don't know what year yeah that would be like a long time ago yeah that'd be a big ticket now yeah butch butch bradley was the guy He was from atlantic city and he like wanted to bring newer comics to this like comedy stop at the trap but it's like it's not gonna happen no like his i I think his (laughs) his heart and his mind were in the right place but then you know like everybody loves their hometown and like i like comedy my friends will like comedy no not there it was literally just oxygen tanks really old yeah people just staring at us casino yeah like venue yeah it's gotta yeah. be and it, it's no way it was yeah we were there for like a whole week and it was like I, I remember like what the suicide rate is there i really
2: do and
0: i don't know how it's not a hundred percent there's a construction. <laughs> they're doing construction <laughs> i don't know how the it's cop not.
2: finds the body and blows his own brains Ugh, out i can't like, do this anymore it's all the just walking of the ocean <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just, keep Just keep going. Yeah, even if we do a good job today, we still live in Atlantic City. God. Yeah, there's like I was at like a Burger King, and there was a hook like midday. There was a prostitute giving me like business eyes, and she was like buying a nicer <laughs> meal than I was. I'm like, what makes you think I have prostitute money when you're getting a better combo than I am at Burger King? Also, it's one in the afternoon. <laughs> It was so depressing, man. It sucks so bad. I remember nothing about the shows. <laughs> there were multiple? Oh my week. god. It was a week long. We were there for like a fucking week.
2: That sounds kind of fun. Like I've I've done a shitty multiple night gig with other comics. Like I went with Nick Turner and uh Jesse Pop mm-hmm. to like uh where where's Mount Rushmore? Oh, Is that Nor- the name of the town?
0: <laughs> I don't know like if that's ta- North town Dakota downtown. or South Dakota. Yeah, one of them. So
2: it's, yeah, and it's like, it was like, it was, it was fun to just, I like the summer camp vibe. And that's a yeah. big reason I loved Bridgetown Comedy Festival up in Portland. It's like, anytime there's a summer camp vibe, it, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm having a blast. And the shows were like, insanely shitty. <laughs> it was like, they had a parrot in the back of the room. And it's like it's like you're writing this like you know where this is going and it's like Nick Turner's on stage the parrot starts reciting like lines and shit and whistling and clicking and shit and then Nick just has to like work it in and shit like that and there were like f- fights breaking out every now and then and like Let's get to some Ooh. real, okay, some real meat here. Okay, enough appetizer. <laughs> Let's bite in. Kyle Kinane, <laughs> why
0: have you not killed yourself? <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, is that is this the? Uh, no, the <laughs> I, <just> thought, <laughs>
2: I think it's funny that you actually are like, um, pretty stable. You know.
0: Yeah, I think I'm all right. I mean. I I mean I, again I don't think I have the uh, clinical anything, or chem you know clinical or chemical or anything. I mean obviously like everybody L A was rough the first few years. Was that kind of uh, the but,
2: hardest time of your life? Would you say or would you? I mean, it, it was uh.
0: hard, but it's like it, it was hardship that I made for myself, so I can never bitch about it. It's like no, I moved away from my family and friends. Mm-hmm. To start behind the eight ball to pursue something that's fucking ridiculous. That's true. So every time I want to complain about something like who is going to listen to this and give a shit.
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) you're a little hard on yourself. I mean, there's also like that's valid also because it's like the human experience. What do you? Is, I, do you mean like? A, I don't know. I a just therapist my... wouldn't want to hear it. Like they'd be like, Kyle, you realize I see real patients. Quit trying to well, fake your way into getting some sympathy in therapy. Or... Here's,
0: here's, I mean, these are also full disclosure, like jokes I've tried to make. But in LA, it's mm-hmm. kind of tough because everybody is like, "No, my therapist guided me through." Some yeah, I'm like, yeah. Because I always joked about how like being a therapist in LA has got to be like. <laughs> I always question the validity of a therapist that's in L.A. because the supply versus demand ratio is so far off (laughs) that you could just roll in. And, like, the punchline is, like, it's got to be like being a a mechanic in a town where everybody put their own cars together themselves. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, I keep putting whiskey in the gas tank, but it goes slower instead of faster. Like, well, of course it does. Of course it does. Let me open up the garage here and come on in. (laughs) Like, Holy (laughs) shit.
2: Yeah, they just, like, like... they have, like, dollar bill, you know, <laughs> cartoons in their eyes, and they're like, I'm yeah. in the money. Well, it's you. like, oh,
0: I gotta, I want to go where people are more <laughs> likely to be broken. Let's go to this city that just steps on dreams I- like <laughs> like pieces of shit on the sidewalk. <laughs> that, that should be a pretty good place to be a therapist.
2: I've gotten shit about this because I'm being unfair, but I did stop going to my therapist when I found their IMDB page. <laughs> That, that to me was the censure where i was like i don't think they're helping me much and that was where that was coming from or like i'm in a better place for sure like a, a, like you're saying were they, a lot of were times, they a crew
0: or were they acting <laughs> acting
2: yeah it was like well, okay, b-movie well. horror movie where they're like the hot girl and it was like i was like damn of course a fucking course
0: yeah. but and it's not well, like,
2: ta- yeah oh sorry
0: no, I was going to say, like, you want to talk about conspiracy theories, and then I would go think about, like, oh, I know seeing a therapist would only be beneficial, but then I think about, like, well, what's to stop them from, like, just keeping you, like, oh, okay, the <laughs> hour's up, we're almost there, but next week we're really going to crack this nut, and, like, yes. to just design a way to keep you to coming back, like, it's its own weird abusive relationship, where they can, like... Munchhousing <laughs> you into thinking like, well, one more Cause, because because I saw it so much with people that would just like you. Know, th- there's like that. There's that element of people in L.A. that feel that, like they'll just go to acting classes or improv class. They never do the next step because they feel like they're pursuing their dreams at that level. Of like I'm just do the classes and I, you know, I'm, I see the people there, mm. and it's like, well, you can, I gotta do the next thing. You can uh, I and this is. Again, like you're saying, it's not fair. But I saw some people that just think like, Well, I moved to LA, so look at me. I, I do yeah. acting class twice a week. It's like do you go out? Are you trying to are you auditioned for leaving like local theater or to be in like are you do just you doing this little it? bit Yeah. Yeah, it's like doing that little bit to make you think you're like, Man, I live here for a reason.
2: Yeah. Treating it like, like so a job, I, you know, is very important. Yeah. Too to progressing.
0: I, I just or or it's like it it does weed out the people that just thought They would get famous quick versus like, no, there's so much more work now that you're there. Yeah. There's so much more. But I got that with the – it's unfair for the therapy thing. I know it would only be good, but I was suspect about myself. Like, well, maybe they're just going to ask the right questions. But then I feel because of stand-up, like I was saying before, because of stand-up, I'm always analyzing everything I do. Mm -hmm. If I – like, oh, I have road rage. So I look up road rage. I'm like, why do you have road – like, because maybe I'll figure out why I have road rage and be able to do a joke about it. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you take these things personally because you're in your car. I'm like, oh, I learned about road rage. I learned why I have it. And I try to uh, <laughs> Under- Understand it. it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to understand myself. And because of that, like, okay, I'm trying to... That's where, like, all the comedy comes from is like, listen, I fucked this up. Let me tell you about it. Or I learned that my issues are this. Yeah. Let me tell you about it. So I've already... I feel like what, I don't know what a therapist is going to ask me about, like, uh, that I haven't already gone over a thousand <laughs> times myself.
2: Yeah, I think there's the, there to be validating. You know, I think what was driving me crazy in my life is I'm just like, am I crazy for having these thoughts, you know, yeah. and you need maybe somebody to just talk to for a while. But I mean, like, I think it is also, I mean, a lot of people fear with therapy that it's like, what if, you know, they just trick me into a never ending cycle, like they just want my money. But it's like, you know, a part of it, hopefully, if you're growing, comes to you now taking ownership of your own life and being like, you know, I think I've learned some stuff. I'm ready to move on. Um. Yeah, which is kind of like. But it's like I, I, that's how I phrased it to my therapist. I didn't tell her I saw your fucking IMDb page, and, <laughs> and it's over. You are a fool. <laughs> These auditions in Santa Monica
0: are killing yeah. me. What? I'm going uh, back uh, to being
2: angry all the time.
0: <laughs> you were wrong. But it's I like think about like I'm sure there are like there's an element of. Comedians that feel like if they do get fixed, then they're not going to be funny anymore. Like part of I have that fear of like, oh, if I'm mm-hmm. approach everything pragmatically, what's the comedy in that? What's the comedy in like analyzing both sides and having a nuanced uh, 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 understanding of things? Like that's not the funniest guy in the room. With the funniest guy is like and hey, a fucking other thing. <laughs> Also, let me tell you about this bullshit. I'm like, oh, this guy's, he's not going to be right, but he's going to be fun to listen wow, to. Wow, that guy's loud. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> the confidence is he, selling it. Yeah, he, he didn't give me another choice to listen to him. He better be funny. But then I was like, all my buddies that I grew up with mm-hmm. knew, like, that were all funnier than me, but knew, like, if you're going to complain about something, you better make it entertaining. Otherwise, who gives a shit?
2: Yeah. Do you, you it's like when you're growing up is like mental health even a factor like do any of your old friends like do that to your parents you know
0: no well the people that the people that should don't <laughs> yeah it's everybody else who needs to go to therapy i'm fucking oh, perfect fucking... <laughs> uh oh uh, no I, de- I know i did too i've I, I, my mom killed me because <laughs> she like First off, she described aging one day, like she was was talking about getting older and things hurt, and she's like, oh, God, I know it's like Benjamin Button, but in reverse. I'm like, that's just age. That's exactly what aging is. I smell a sequel. (laughs) It's like you actually, it's like Benjamin Button, but you get older as you get older. (laughs) That's fucking amazing. I had to stop on that. I'm like, like, you know what you just said? (laughs)
2: It's, it's like the Matrix, but there's like no Matrix, you know? It's just like reality is just like fucking like, weird.
0: This is what it is. You take a purple pill or you take a purple pill. They're both just suck. You have heartburn because life's tough. That's what it is.
2: But it's, it's like the Matrix, though. That's so fucking great. <laughs>
0: But yeah no, I, one but it's funny, I joke because I have one buddy that goes to therapy and it's like similar problems, so I'm like, "Well, what would your therapist tell you? And then I just take that advice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I try yeah. to
0: get second hand therapy because I'm like, we got a, the same issues. Maybe drop this question in next week. Uh, I'll give you five bucks if you drop this one and get an answer for me. <laughs> Listen, it's American healthcare system, man. If you
2: if you can squeeze it in, if you could just ask your guy why you're watching so much incest porn. Yeah, what's that don't know. all
0: about? I mean, I don't want to mess up your algorithm you got going with your therapist because that one might steer it real weird.
2: Man, I was thinking about how like, um, you know, incest porn is such a thing now, but I guess it's just like. Every site assumes that you're into incest, but it's like, and you know, other comics do jokes about that, but I think there's something with yeah. like, religion, like, where it's like, to them, <laughs> a cream pie and a mom is like a fetish, but it's also like a religious, okay. you know, upbringing, <laughs> where you're like, As you think of- need a mom, <laughs> and the guy needs to come inside of her, and there's a baby, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't I, I don't like the direction. Like if that's indicative of society, I'm a little like, no thanks. Boy, do I need some real just plain old meat and potatoes. <laughs> hey, we're too we're too clearly of um, in our 30s individuals. That's a you like read enough about porn you hear about like all the kind of nefarious shit that goes out. I'm like I need to see happy people that are middle-aged. That's <laughs> yeah, what I need no to see. no punching. <laughs> no, people that are both I want to see a follow-up interview where oh. they're both cuddling. And I that's love a I story. I love a story. <laughs>
2: like Sometimes I'm more like, interested. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> fucking, I know they're I covered want, in I cum, don't... but what happened
0: to the pool boy? You get fired? No, I, I don't want that. I want full, just like a Cirque du Soleil performance. You're all professional. <laughs> you're here because you're good at it. I'm watching it because I'm not. So that's watching all the pro- I want.
2: Yeah, for the same reason... <laughs> i don't watch like amateur basketball i watch the pros yeah
0: yeah you guys are getting paid the big bucks good for i you. want to see some moves i'm not gonna see from my friends <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna try this myself no way not with these ankles
2: you um you just came out with an album pretty recently about a month ago yeah,
0: summertime
2: oh was it oh shit i have no concept of time anymore
0: I the only reason is because I'm in Oregon and now it's cold out. I'm like, oh, I forgot that this happens. I'm like, oh, we got a cold snap. Like, nah, motherfucker, it's November. This is just it for the next four months. But I think
2: it's also I keep seeing the animations that you um that you had made for some tracks. It.
0: Those are cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. I, I'm trying to like keep it alive out there, mm-hmm. hoping people listen to it. I don't, I don't know, man.
2: Well, I'm just wondering, like, you are a guy who creates. You don't seem to <laughs> love podcasting per se. I just want to know if... And you don't want to do Zoom shows. I think you should whip out those fucking instruments behind you, dude, and get a fucking music thing going. Oh, buddy. Do you wanna uh, yeah. any, want to join my band? It's Anybody do... can join. It's like Slipknot. Anybody can join. <laughs> I don't care if you if you play a fucking. Had me at anybody can join. (laughs) You lost me at it's like Slipknot. (laughs) Well, it's like the polyphonic spree meets Slipknot. It's just it's a very big band. It's open open concept.
0: (laughs) I got I got three guitar. I I just picked up a multiple guitar rack two days ago, so I can display my lack of proficiency. In my little bedroom here, I got three guitars out. I suck at all of them. Yeah, and they're and they're good guitars. Oh, we'll be a terrible <laughs> band.
2: It'll be bad. We won't be as good as Slipknot or yeah.
0: I'm a multi instrumentalist <laughs> in, in, in the way that I'm bad at all of them. <laughs> so a nice placeholder during practice on the drums.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just I just play because I enjoy it. I mean, it's it's been a bit of a. Like, you know, things are pretty much chilled out and I have a lot of free time and I'm trying to, or at least make my schedule where if there's more free time and it's like, I'm trying to decide what kind of projects to take on and, you know, do next.
0: Well, that's what I got into, like realizing like, okay, there's, there's no live shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, All my touring, like I was going to put that album out and then I had like, this was going to be like where I jumped to like larger venues. Yeah then I'd been playing and that all got wiped out and really I was like well it's like okay well I'm not bummed out about a forced break because number 1 that whole like oh money can't buy happiness Yes it can. It absolutely can. Absolutely. It absolutely yeah, you know who tells uh, you know who tells
2: people that rich people and it's a way yeah. to te- keep poor people working if, in the fucking if de- mines. If debt
0: <laughs> yeah, if debt can make you sad, then money can make you happy. That's if you want to believe one, then you believe the other. And I you know, I busted my ass for the last 10 years and mm-hmm. I I'm so I'm not panicked. No, I'm yeah. I'm not panicked about uh fi- so very grateful for that that i don't have to worry about that now am i one of these people it's like well free time you better be churning out projects i'm like nope i'm not going with that either i'm going (laughs) just weirdo i'm just going old weirdo i live in the suburbs i haven't moved uh, to like an oregon yeah (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) the beard's a little bit longer
0: have not touched it since july I think the last that's trim crazy. I put on this thing was uh, the Fourth of July. <laughs> uh, I'm just playing guitar real loud. Hell yeah! And I'm restoring. I had my dad ship my old BMX bike from high school out here, and I'm restoring that. I'm like uh. stripping the paint and doing that.
2: And Did you uh, used to do like tricks and shit? Were you like a, a I was terrible a street yeah, bike was, guy? Like that's awesome. Yeah,
0: I was terrible at it, but I had a good bike. And so I'm like, now there's this whole world Holy of like shit. old school BMX guys that people are just restoring all these old BMX bikes. I'm like, oh, I have a good bike. I'm going to do that. So I started doing that. Um, Let me just break your go. ankles right now with like a <laughs> like I'm,
2: I'm going to do it misery style where I just smash your <laughs> your ankles right now, man. But
0: just for bits, <laughs> just to write bits. Yeah,
2: get back to the fucking computer.
0: <laughs> Put me in your bits. Put me in there. Oh, I'm dating this crazy bitch. Let me tell you about.
2: (laughs) I think I've I've been trying to just mentally get uh, okay and not uh, blow my brains out. And I mean, like, there's been a lot of sadness attached to just the world stopping and seeing my and seeing my friends suffers. You know, so it's like you yeah you just feel like shit all the time. But I want to. I think I'm gonna try. I'm working on some scripts. And, uh, I'm going to pitch one to you. This is you and I, we're going to team up. I'm going to give you a pitch. If you like this, we write it. Okay. If you don't like it, no, no problem. But I think you're going to love it. Uh, I I know you're pretty, I know you're pretty much signed on. Uh, okay. It's like a, I want to make like a blood sport type of movie or like enter the dragon, but it's a guy who's getting into competitive eating.
0: And it's. I thought you say, but any, anybody can join, like Slipknot. So just very wildly uneven matches. Oh, it's gonna. Oh, it's gonna be a type
2: of eccentric cast of characters, like Street Fighter, where people from different you know races and <laughs> and countries come to and they do their form of competitive eating. And it's like you go to this mm-hmm. private island and you eat like the the illegal stuff that you're not allowed to eat. <laughs>
0: I read some article about, like, private dinner parties where they do that kind of stuff. And it's usually just, like, it's usually just, like, it's usually just, like, dairy products that don't get passed by the FDA that people smuggle in. But it's, like, like <laughs> I'm secret... <so> <laughs> Secret dinner parties were like, oh, this is the cheese that you could only get in Norway, and because they, there's a tr- they, there's they use a trade embargo. Yeah, they, Ooh. yeah they, they, this ox milk hasn't been tested, hasn't been run through the bleach bath that we do to all our food here yet.
2: No, no, I'm gonna like
0: do it where
2: it's like a scene where it's like everyone's at a big table, you know, and it's like, gentlemen frozen child pornography sorbet (laughs) like they're all like
0: crying as they eat it i don't want to (laughs) win i don't want to win oh yeah why why is like the main person's competing because they've kidnapped his daughter or something uh, he's got to compete in a level he doesn't want to compete at because there's something at stake
2: oh my god that's perfect okay because there was work. you're right because i was like i guess he just wants to go because he's like the best and he's you know like blood sport he just wants to prove himself but if it's like he's yeah. a guy who's e- used to eating pies you know and yeah normal pies and then he, he it's almost like last starfighter where they're like you're good enough for the big leagues or like there's a yeah. larger world man like
0: this kid's got got talent. They know he could win. Yeah, they know that they know that he can win, but he doesn't want to compete. So there's secretly, the like every like chicken every like every plate of chicken wings has a finger (laughs) of his brother in it. And it's like I can't I can't eat this. Like oh you you can't eat it. Well, it looks like you're gonna have to eat two of them. Then they cut (sighs) another finger off of his brother and like goes right in the deep fryer. Yes, yes,
2: <laughs> I like it. It's hostile, but they have a restaurant now, basically. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've, my dream—I always wanted to rewrite the movie Falling Down as the comedy it should be. That <laughs> I movie's mean, hysterical. What are you talking about? It's, it's that well, yeah, but it's like good. they never like go all the way into how it should be funny. <laughs> like, it
2: should... yeah, it's pretty goofy when he goes into the McDonald's. I to me yeah. that borders on like uh,
0: that writer's having fun, you know. He's just you put you put Charlie Day in there instead of Michael <laughs> Douglas, and that's <laughs> one right, of the funniest <laughs> movies. It's, it's,
2: <laughs> instant comedy, yeah. It, fuck putting him in a movie with Ice Cube where it's like, oh, we're both PE teachers, but we gotta suck each other's dicks. It's like, no, he's yeah, I, he's a sociopath who's lost his daughter. Yeah, he's he's having a job at the
0: Department of Defense. Yeah, (laughs) he's truly a man on the fringe. And now this is the the last day. Man, who made that movie,
2: Falling Down? Do you know?
0: Uh, I I was looking it up because I always remember liking it for like the wrong reasons. Because because I did think it was a funny movie. (laughs) And then I look back, I'm like, oh, they didn't want this to be funny. (laughs) No, it's
2: like really creepy and like... um... Like, when he's talking to the white supremacist and everything, like,
0: it's, yeah. it's really dark. <laughs> filmed at uh, filmed at the Army Surplus on Sunset over by Silver Lake Junction, by the way. Really? I lived yeah, by there, and you, I never went in. You could tell when... I don't know about the inside of it, but you could tell the outside. Mm. It was fun. You could, like... I, I still got a kick out of seeing the stuff in L.A. <laughs> like, that was from movies. I'm like, I remember that one. I remember that one. I remember the Burger King I would go to in Burbank was where, like... Uh, Michael J. Fox skateboarded past and back to the Future.
1: Like, that's my Burger King. Oh my God, that's my Burger King. Don't
0: you? Man, I was yeah, I was
2: kicking myself for not going by the Michael Myers house and the uh the the house from Nightmare on Elm Street. I like I've yeah. I've been by the Myers house, but just this last Halloween I was like, there's literally nothing to do. Why don't I just get in the car and go take a yeah. fucking photo of myself? But um what can i say just depressed <laughs> too, de- too depressed <laughs> to move
0: <laughs> too depressed to go see the murderer house
2: <laughs> the fake murder house
0: he's like a celebrity. also real there's also real murder houses if that uh, scratches your itch i don't
2: know no i hate real murder shit it bothers still me still so much the...
0: good good that's good. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, you know it's that? usually
2: like I'm like, yeah, that's what I do too. Like I just I think too much about like I get it.
0: No, I get why he did that. Like the- everything short of the stabbing, I'm like I write on board. I'm on board. Yeah, with you, you just don't do it. <laughs> I've got that one last wall. No, I've got one su- last wall. You're supposed to write a bit.
1: <laughs> this is worth.
0: <laughs> I get to that part. I'm like, all right, time to get hit an open mic. And this guy this just cuts guy. heads off people.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, man. That's like the coroner's report about like a slaughtered family. He's like, what can I say? That guy was really open micing it in there. <laughs> really trying
0: out some new shit. This guy had noise. Shot, stab, poison. What's going on? What is that? Rasputin? Is that the guy who wouldn't die? Yeah. Yeah. He had a huge dick too. That's you can't poison him. You got too much dick. <laughs> it, takes, it, it dilutes. It dilutes the Keeps poison. Getting We're gonna tell you. We try and poison
2: him. His dick just gets bigger. He's like the hu- whole. Well, I mean, you like just gone. see
0: the you see the size of the guy. You know how much poison you need. And then he drops trowel. You're like, we gotta get another vial. but we didn't account for all this, <laughs>
2: that's how I want to go out, dude, Rasputin style, where there's no coming back. <laughs>
0: Poisoned with a big
2: dick. What did they do? They like drowned him, stabbed him, poisoned.
0: I, I don't. I'm surprised they even got that reference right. To be honest, <laughs> you know, you know that point. Like you're running towards a cliff, you're like ah, can't slow down now. Just say what you think is correct, and you use a new word, and you're like ah, that was wrong.
2: Wow, he's a uh, Kyle's open miking was a lot like a serial killer.
0: <laughs> he's just... anyway fibromyalgia. Is that anything that I think it is?
2: Is that a thing that kills you
0: slowly? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like. Talk about using big words that you're not really certain about where they fit in, <laughs> in grammar.
2: Okay, now I get. It. You're, but, just like, you're trying you're to like, sound smart. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: One time I got thrashed by
2: somebody in like a writer's room because I was like doing that, you know, running a bit basically, and I was just like, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a director like Kierkegaard. Like I just threw. <laughs> And they were like, the room stopped, and they were just like, this guy's the dumbest (laughs) fucking person in the world. (laughs) Like, they just kept repeating that at me for, like, the rest of the season. <laughs> I di-
0: I did that in a, uh, a community college philosophy class which man talk about a meeting of the minds. Community college philosophy like well what uh, what do you identify with most? And I was like I think I'm a lot really into taoism and like, taoism yeah. like that too man that one yeah. Yeah, I just I just read The Tao
2: of Piglet and I think I'm really getting into that. Cuz Winnie the Pooh's on the cover so I was like shit maybe i'm a buddhist because we halfway there i'm not wearing pants winnie the pooh's not wearing pants maybe i'm a buddhist a
0: jar of honey represents <laughs> desire i
2: remember right. reading that as a kid and being like this <laughs> blows like this is insane
0: bears not doing anything fun
2: <laughs> i'm a fucking eeyore eeyore till i die baby Well, dude, thank you for being here. Um, I appreciate it so much. And I hope you're doing well in Oregon. I hope we get to see each other again someday under better circumstances.
0: One day. day. I'm glad you're not murdering people and just writing bits. Glad you're taking a left instead of a right when you get to that fork in the road. It's It's about focusing on
2: yourself, you know, do the work. (laughs) And that's, that's the key to mental health. I mean... I I hear you where it's like you can avoid a lot of time in therapy if you're just really holding yourself to like a pretty high scrutiny, you know, just trying to change your situation. If something's not actually working, like making it better, working towards a a better place. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I have non-clinical advice, which is not what anybody who, you know, has... Please. the, The chemical issue or stuff, but it's, I mean, it's like I... Do always comp- like look at people that have fuck all and are happy? And it's like, well, what's how are you making it work? Mm-hmm. Let me just and also like I- even just from comedy. Like I learned so much about comedy from going to Zanies in Chicago and seeing these old headliners that were doing the same act. Or, like I would I learn what not to do because I'd watch like the audience. They get older. The audience would be young, and they would just do the same old bits. And yeah, I'm, like. <laughs> You oh you're checked out. I like I would learn to, like oh yeah. no, write always keep writing, because then I'd see somebody super old like Uncle Lair, Larry Reeb. but he would always have some new bit like, It was still his style of comedy. We'd have new jokes, so people would come back to see him like this guy's gonna have new stuff. And these other guys, I would see the audiences just yeah less and less turnout for them, and
2: they they know that <clears throat> like they're doing with with no enthusiasm, and that's kind of the thing yeah. is like you can't fake like that. It's so important. Yeah,
0: You <laughs> have seen it phoned in. So like uh, it, I would mm-hmm. get to points where I realized I was starting to get to that phone in level of being I'm like, Oh, just give me as much work as I can. I'm like, after a certain point that quality starts to dip you're still booking a bunch of shows but is anybody going to come back next year when you're those dudes doing a bullshit spot
2: those dudes always to me but in virginia dc we're always just talking about how much they don't like their wives on stage like that was yeah. the act that could never be changed is like my wife keeps buying throw pillows and it's like when does it end? It's like the whole bed is covered in throw pillows and I'm like I would always like lean over to a comic next to me and be like they should get a divorce like it sounds, yeah. it sounds really fucking bad. I'm come to
0: a middle ground with the throw pillows like maybe I understand the decorative element no. because you're on the road and she's just looking at this house and she wants it to look nice. She's lonely dude that's what you're telling me in this bit is your wife is lonely. She's filling the void with throw pillows uh,
2: No, I got, I got a new bed. I got a new bed. Bit Kyle, it's uh it's about how things are different these days. You it can't. It's not like they were before in the past. When I was younger. Now it's now now. It was. It's not like before. It's that was different.
0: Kids have it easy since they're not getting scooped up and sent to Vietnam, where you're gonna just uh, shotgun, <laughs> shotgun uh, some uh, weird uh, Hanoi marijuana through the barrel of an AK off of your sergeant because he peer pressured into it. Then you're just laying in the bush paranoid and every shadow's the Viet Cong coming at you. But these kids with their scooters and uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the act I want. That's the act I'm paying for. Um, dude, thank you so much for being here. Uh, hope you have a great rest of your Sunday, dude. Take Yeah, buddy. Take care. Glad you're alive. Thanks for being here, buddies. Oh my god, you guys are the best. Thank you for supporting this dumb podcast. I appreciate the fuck out of you. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com/yallever. Once a week, I put out bonus episodes. I put up a bunch of other content up there. It's a great way to support the podcast for five dollars a month. And there's uh, merch I'm selling at yallever.threadless and hamptonyoung.threadless. You guys are the best. If you feel like writing into the podcast, feel free to write into y'all every email at gmail.com, and we'll read those on the podcast at some later date. You guys are amazing. I hope you're taking care of yourselves, and glad you're alive. Take care. Ball. Bye.
0: stands up a podcast <clears throat> a podcast network